I'm Jordan Wilson here at the last semester with my co-host Katie Markajan. Hello. And our guest of honor today is Angela Rygard. Hi. Angela is a big name on campus. She has interned with Sirius XM. Yes, correct. In DC. Uh, WKYC in Cleveland, Ohio, the Today Show in New York, and the Ohio State House News Bureau in Columbus. All big names. I want to talk about the Today Show. Okay. Because that is that is the OU internship. <laughs> that is the internship that people want to have. Um, and especially coming from the Scripps community, I think, and in journalism especially, that is the internship that like everybody wants. No, you're right. It was kind of funny because it was always a goal ever since I came to OU when I was visiting as a junior and I did the little Scripps tour and you sat in Scripps Hall and heard from everybody. I remember the Today Show internship was something they talked about and I said, oh my gosh, I want to do that. I have to do that. So that was my my goal throughout my college career was, okay, I, I want to obviously get other internships, but the Today Show is the big one that I want to do. So, so you were working from the beginning to like get that internship. Definitely. Like I would say so. Okay, yeah. Cool. What uh, what year did you get it? You were a... I was a junior. So that was 2013? Correct. 12? Okay. Um, how did... What made you think that you could get it? Well, I did a lot of work, and I noticed that the people that went before me, a lot of my friends, they were involved at WOUB. They really had a passion for TV news, and they tried to learn everything when they were there. So they tried to learn behind-the-scenes stuff and the on-camera stuff. So... When I was applying, I said, okay, on a resume, I think I'm set up pretty well. Now it's just going to come down to my cover letter and explaining why I want to be there. And then finally the interview. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So you applied and you just like sent your resume in. Because uh, mm -hmm. they, they, it's once a year, right, that they send out or twice a year that people can apply for the Today Show internship. I think you can apply once a year. They send two interns typically. Uh, throughout the year. Now, I believe they're sending two per semester mm -hmm. because it's now a paid internship. Oh, wow. um, it started to be paid the year that I went, but there were two interns sent the year that I went one per semester. Okay. What's the application process for that? And like how many people apply? You know, I'm not sure how many people apply, but the application process, you obviously send in your resume, okay. you write a cover letter. I remember in my cover letter, I really tried to explain, you know, what I would do once I had these skills, how I would help my peers back at Ohio University, because I knew I'd have a year left where I could show other people in the newsroom what I learned while I was there. But that was pretty much all you did. Send in your resume, send in your cover letter. I had an interview at the time with one of the communication coordinators here on campus. Now I believe the students actually interned with an HR representative at the Today Show. So that's a little bit different, but I just applied through the school. They sent my stuff along and they have to, at, in New York, give it the clear, but that was so pretty the much So the school chooses the interns. It's not like the Today Show doesn't choose them or they, at the time they didn't? At the time they didn't. At the time the school cho chose, but now the Today Show okay. chooses. Okay. I heard through the grapevine that only 15 people apply, like around 15 people apply per... That would make sense. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where people don't think they're going to get it, so they don't apply. Right. I remember when I was applying, I was thinking, geez, I'm sure everybody's applying, but I think you kind of psych yourself out and then right. maybe not as many people apply. Yeah. So when you got it, how excited were you? Oh, I was so excited. I still remember. I was in the line of the pharmacy in North Canton, Ohio. <laughs> Katie and I are from, from the same yeah. hometown. 
And I got the email on my phone, and I just, I think my heart dropped. I was so excited. I didn't think I was going to get it. So I was going up against a couple seniors and, of course, my junior peers that were equally as qualified and talented. So I was really surprised, but it was it was an awesome feeling. I was super excited. Did they uh, pay for your place in New York? They did not pay for our place. They The Today Show internship was a paid internship, and then Matt Lauer actually has a fund through the school, and so I had a bit of a stipend going into it. Uh, but the school did help kind of say, okay, look, here are the places people said are cool to stay. Here are the places you should stay away from. Mm-hmm. So it, they were helpful in terms of finding housing. Where did you stay? I stayed. Okay, it sounds glamorous, but it's not. Um, I stayed at the New Yorker Hotel, but it was yes. through... Yes, yes, EHS. Yes, through EHS <laughs> Housing. I take it you've seen this before. So basically, they rent out a couple floors of this beautiful hotel right in downtown, and they're not finished. It's very much a dorm style. You share a kitchen, wow. um, but you're in this hotel, so you feel super safe. You have access to the gym, and they have a little laundry room. So it was like living in a dorm, but when I walked out, I felt super glamorous because it was inside this beautiful hotel. Right. Um, and there was a nice restaurant downstairs, so it worked out really well. That's supposed to be like a haunted hotel. There's a lot of history That's behind that hotel. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. How yeah. much does a standard room cost to stay for like a night there? I'm not sure. Probably expensive. New York's Expensive. Yeah. 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 New York. So what? Like, okay. So I guess like the internship. Like, what was like your day to day activity? Like, what did you do? Okay. Like, well, it it changed pretty much every day. Uh, Our schedules changed every day. I remember I had a shift where I'd arrive at three a.m. That happened a couple weeks, and I'd leave sometimes around three p.m. If not later. Uh, So you got there early, but you got to leave relatively early. Yeah, that was the case sometimes. Sometimes you'd get in super normal hours. You'd come in at 10, you'd stay till 5, 6, 7. Um, So it it varied. Uh, When you came in, there were a bunch of things you could do. You could work with producers if a producer needed help researching for a segment or logging tape. That was an option. You could help with the actual production of the show if you're there early enough in the morning where you're working in the green room. A lot of it was booking cars for segment guests, but that was really cool because you got to meet some pretty cool celebrities. And that was kind of the glamorous part of the internship. The other part, you know, you worked really hard, but it was amazing to work one-on-one with these producers that just have so much experience and to say, oh, I, I wrote a question for Matt Lauer. And uh, it's kind of, mm. it's a cool, it's a really cool feeling. What celebrities did you meet? Oh my gosh. I feel like I met so many people and it's all a blur now, but my favorites, Mariska Hargitay from Law & Order, SVU. Oh, that's cool. Yes. I don't watch that show. Oh, okay. It's, she's amazing. She's uh, Jane Mansfield's daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, she, it, it was it was a very surreal moment for me because she's even more beautiful in person than right. what I thought she'd be on TV. And she was very cool, very down to earth. I met Daniel Radcliffe. He was neat. Was um, he? How sh- he's so how short. short is he? So short, and I felt at home because I'm five one. So I felt like he was my person. Is he like eye eye level for you? He was a little bit taller than me, but he wasn't really? much taller. Yeah. It's so weird because he doesn't seem that short on camera. I saw him in person too. Really? I didn't like meet him, but I like saw him from like a gate, and yeah, he's really small. Does he live in New York? He was doing, I think, a play in New York. Uh, yeah. At the time, it yeah. was he was there for his the naked play. Horse play? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's the one. I hope it's one. a naked horse. He, uh, it was the one thing I remember about him. I remember he comes in and he says, "I need to go use the restroom," and everyone's like, "Okay, great." And so someone goes to the NBC page, goes to take him out, and he ends up going in the lobby of Rockefeller Center to like the public restroom. Oh, 
<laughs> and the, I remember the page was like, you really, like, we have a place. People might be a little bit freaked out if they, they go <laughs> to the bathroom Rad- and there's Daniel Radcliffe. And he's like, oh, I don't care, wherever you want me. And he was, he was very easygoing and, a, like, a really nice guy. I remember he actually introduced himself to everyone in the room. And I was, un- luckily, one of those people I didn't, like, want to wash my hand for a week. He was so cool. Uh, <laughs> but really I got cool. to meet him, Blake Shelton. There was there was a couple really cool people. Blake Sheldon, opposite of the spectrum, really tall, very tall. Guy. Yeah, really? he was sitting at the time when I met him, and uh, they do like little live shots in the green room sometimes. And he was sitting, but I saw him get up for a segment. I was like, oh my gosh, he's so tall. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is he nice? Very nice guy. Yeah, I, that was the thing that surprised me the most. Was I kind of expected when you're going to that big of a station, you're going to meet people with personalities that. We're going to be a little bit extreme, but he was every, all the celebrities were nice. The people that work on the show were nice. It, it was kind of, it was weird. I felt like I was in a fairy tale because people couldn't have been nicer. So this is interesting uh, because where I worked when I was in New York, iHeartRadio is their big client. Mm -hmm. Um, And you hear through working entertainment, like who's difficult and who's really nice. Mm -hmm. And we heard uh, Ariana Grande was really difficult. Mm-hmm. And Taylor Swift was okay. Miley Cyrus was a dream. Miley Cyrus is really? really nice. Yeah. Oh, I did I meet Miley so as cool. well. Wait, what? Okay. I yeah, have a she weird did a crush concert. on Miley Cyrus. Not like a. Cr- like I just I don't know. I like her a lot. Is she? She's cool though. I thought she was nice. She was taking pictures with the crew, so I always like when oh. celebrities she, do that. Yeah, she really interacts with people, like with the behind the scenes people, and uh, she's not a diva in any way. Like, she'll come talk to everybody. Like, Ariana Grande, the biggest issue with her, because remember we interviewed her for iHeartRadio, was, like, when you do an interview for, like, the Today Show, like, they want you to give a lengthy response. Like, if I'm like, how are you doing? You can't just be, like, good. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, and she's notorious for that. Like, she doesn't want to do interviews. Yeah. So she's difficult in that sense. Right. That was what was so surprising, because, I mean, you hear those things, too. Even people that just go behind the scenes in concerts, and they're like, hey, these people are difficult. But... I feel like I was lucky in terms of who I met because everyone was so nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Everyone is very nice. I met Bradley Cooper on the sidewalk. That was oh my gosh. That's the one person. Well, I met a couple of famous people. But that one was really, like, it was a heart attack because I saw him and I was like, why does he look so familiar? And I'm like, oh, because it's Bradley Cooper. So I turned around <laughs> and I chased him down and I was like, are you Bradley Cooper? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm Jordan Wilson. And I shook his hand. That's amazing. And then his friend... Greg Kinnear, who's also an actor, he's like, I'm Greg, and I'm like, great. And then I, was, I didn't have my phone, so I was like, well, I don't have my phone with me, so I'll talk to you later. And I, like, Aww. left. And I think about it now, and I'm like, I should have been like, do you want to get a drink somewhere? Like, can probably I talk to you? Yeah, you probably would have. So we can go somewhere secluded. Yeah. It's like chit-chat. So uh, how do you, f- so I, I guess, like, in your current, you have a job now. Um, yes. How big was, like, I'm sure the Today Show is, like, your main yeah. resident. It was it was weird because the Today Show was probably uh, it's weird because the internship itself was just so cool and being in New York I had never been there before so it's just an awesome experience but I think my favorite internships in terms of growing as as a journalist was with the Ohio State House News Bureau in Columbus and Columbus is an equally as beautiful city too so that was probably my favorite one bit? yeah definitely I was a fellow for the State House News Bureau Ohio Public Radio we're in the basement of the State House and so you get to you know be involved with all the ins and outs of everything that's going on there and I was able to basically be my own boss I would send things back to WEB I'd make a lot of stories so it really helped me to grow because I was having to turn stories for TV every day and then send it back and just the people at the State House News Bureau were amazing co-workers. I learned a lot. They all have such 
they have so much knowledge in politics and that's kind of where I want to go with my career. But I, I, I think all my internships, they, you realize, and as you know, when you have these internships, they help you in a different way. Yeah. And so it's just kind of how much you grow well, at the end of each one. I think in thinking back then of Back on the New York thing, um, I think if you take an internship in a smaller market like Columbus, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, you learn a lot more in your career where in, like, New York, L.A., you're like an errand, like an errand girl, kind of. You know what? It, the Today Show was definitely better for learning the production side of things and journalism. Luckily, there wasn't too many coffee runs I had to do, but I... I learned more the production assistant kind of role. That's kind of where yeah, I feel like I got my feet wet. I, I didn't as much of on air, and yeah. that's why I think I enjoyed the State House for that aspect of it, but you're getting, both were cool. You're getting, like, <laughs> angles. Is, that's actually, but that assistant. also makes you such a more marketable individual because you can see it from both sides, like the production side and just being on air. Right, you need that's to learn a, it all. Awesome. I don't think you can do well at your job as no. a director or an anchor if you don't know what each other does, so. Yeah, and I also think it's important, like, to know where the lower ends are coming from, like the production assistants mm-hmm. and um, the pages and everyone, everything. Yeah, know? they they do a lot of work they do there. A lot. How many people does it take to like have one? I guess what is it? An one, episode of the Today Show? One, or? yeah, one broadcast. One I I couldn't even tell you. It's amazing, Katie, when you're in there because there's oh I don't know a dozen people in just the control room. Then wow. there's a ton of PAs running around passing out scripts, and of course you have the talent. And the lighting, there's a lighting guy, a sound guy, a tele, someone who runs a teleprompter, somebody that prepares the food for the, all the segments. And it's just That's so, so cool. many small jobs, and it's they're all so important. That's what's yeah. so cool about wow. being there. So what would you, okay, so what do you think it takes, in your opinion, to, like, be an on-air, like, talent like what do you in your mind do you think mm, what's like question let's say like there's some freshmen freshman viewers list, not viewers listeners out there who are just kind of starting out like what kind of advice do you give to them because I feel like you have really like taken the OU uh the OU journalism dream. school you've really mm. done the <laughs> OU dream in the in the school of journalism yeah. like what would you recommend I guess I would say to anyone who's interested in going into journalism on air broadcast in particular you you have to work hard and you have to learn it all you can't go into journalism thinking, I'm going to do this one thing and I'm going to be really great at it. I'm going to be a great anchor or I'm going to be a great camera operator. You kind of have to know, like we just discussed, that you have to know every position in the newsroom and where the industry is going, that's that's kind of how it is. When I was going to apply for jobs, most jobs were multimedia journalists. You have to write, shoot, edit. You got to do it all. And I think if you're not willing to adjust to that change, you're going to have a hard time. And I think the other thing too is it's really important to just to be smart and to learn as much and keep up on current events because some people think, oh, you're reading, the sh- they're just reading the teleprompter. And that might be true, but the thing is, is you notice right away who those people are, and they're not the ones that are the greats in this industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be my piece of advice. Learn it all and, and do it well. I have a question. I know through working in entertainment specifically, um, that people are really hard on each other for looks. Did you, was anyone ever hard on you for like being an on-camera journalist? You know, I don't think at this collegiate level anyone was. I do remember one of my internships, uh, the reporter told me, you're gonna have to cut your hair. Cause at the time my hair was probably down to my waist. And that was something I knew. And when I was looking at people on TV, I'm like, you know, there aren't too many news anchors that have long really? hair. And I think That's it's because, and what I was told was, for miking issues, when they mic you up, if your hair hits your mic, and it happened to me a couple times when I had long hair, 
it makes this kind of wind sound. So they try to prevent that. I think it's kind of the ease of there's so many, you know, breaking news. You never know what's going to happen. It's way easier to throw up your short hair than your long hair. Right. But that was the only thing I had looks wise. Now, I do know when I'm going into my new job, they I mean, they make it a priority because unfortunately, when people turn on the broadcast, the first impression they have is before you say anything. And I think it still does matter to people. It's funny when you're on social media and it does it happens to women a lot more too. You know, you see Savannah Guthrie does her tease for nightly news when she's filling in for Brian and you know, her hair, if it's not perfect, you're going to have 50 comments from viewers. Oh, what happened? They don't care what she's saying. You know, there could be a fire behind her and no one cares. (laughs) So I'm expecting that's going to be a challenge. Um, But what's really nice is with this um, job that I'm excited to take in June, they they want you to invest in your image. You know, they give you a clothing allowance. You go and see a consultant. Oh, cool. So it's, it's going to be awesome. neat. And I think it's just because it's uh, it's part of it. I mean, right. you have to look put together. What city are you going to be relocating to? I'm going to Hazard, Kentucky. Where is that? Hazard is um, about an hour and 45 minutes from Lexington. Okay. It's in eastern Kentucky. It's this beautiful station tucked away in the mountains. And I'm, I'm really excited. I can't say I ever imagined, oh... I'm going to live in Kentucky. I'd never right. even been there until the, I went for the interview. But I'm very excited for the opportunity. They have a lot of resources, and they're just the nicest people. And did they approach you, or did you approach them? It was kind of funny. So another OU student who I met, uh, she was one of my favorites. She was a senior when I was an underclassman. She went to the same station when she graduated. Well, they liked her so much, and she's moving on to bigger and better things here. And so they sent an email to the school and said, hey, we really loved Morgan. She was a great, great employee. We're sad to see her go, but do you have anyone else you could send her away? And my professors forwarded me that email, and I said, hey, why don't I give it a try, see if they they like me. So I applied, and uh, a couple weeks later, I got a phone call for an interview, and then after going through, it was kind of a rigorous interviewing process, but after going through that, they ultimately gave me the call and said they wanted me to join the team, so I'm excited. That's awesome. How many uh, counties are you covering? They counter, oh, they, ca- they counter, they cover, I believe it's 22 counties and parts of four states. It's um, a unique station because they dip into all, they dip into Tennessee, Ohio, obviously Kentucky and West Virginia. So they have a wide viewing area, which I think was really neat. Uh, and I'm also excited to be in Kentucky with the 2016 election coming up and if Rand Paul runs. And I just think it's right. going to be a really cool opportunity for a lot of pretty good stories. So since you run WOUB, you're in charge of that, right? You're one of the executives. Um, you know, we don't really have a hierarchy at WOUB, but I think, you know, just being there for a long time, sometimes you just kind of become a go-to person. Uh, so I'm just among some of the other seniors, but I'm, I'm pretty involved there. All right. One thing before we close up. So with your impressive list of internships, what would you tell incoming freshmen, especially in the journalism school, uh, what they should be doing if they want to get those internships? The first thing I would say to incoming freshmen is get involved right away. I, As all of us know, places want you. Student publications want you. The second you step foot on campus, you don't have to wait till your junior year to become involved. And really, you're doing yourself a big disservice if you are because if this isn't for you, you'll find out very quickly. And it's it's not, that's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. So I would say get involved as soon as possible with one of the many student outlets on campus or make your own. That's the other beauty about OU. You can make your own show. You can really cater to your needs, mm-hmm. such as such mm-hmm. as this. So 
I would say get involved and uh, apply. You just have to, you know, you're going to take some chances. You're going to hear no. You sometimes, I know when I was an underclassman, I believe I applied. I don't know if I applied to the Today Show before I, I got it, but I think I did. And it's like, you know, you apply to things, you're going to hear no, but go back and try again because there's no harm in doing so. They'll remember so. you. And they'll yeah. remember you and you learn how to write cover letters. You learn how to get better and you're going to when you go to apply for jobs, you realize it again. Okay, I'm going to hear no about 10 times before I hear a maybe cool. or a yes. So you just got to keep keep trying and don't let other people discourage you from what you want to do. If you want to do it, you're going to do it. So. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Angela, this has been a great talk. I'm Jordan Wilson. I'm Katie Markajohn. And this has been The Last Semester.